feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Ben, what's 100 minus 16? 21. Exactly. Welcome to the 84th episode of the Standing Best Podcast, everyone's favorite podcast, uh, originating out of the Zoom room. <laughs> <laughs> we got an action-packed episode for you guys today, talking about beverages, uh, the gym. Uh, we have a very special guest on uh, for for Cooler Talk today. Icebreaker. No, for Icebreaker. I don't know why I keep switching those two up. You think 84 times in a row I would have gotten it down, but I'll ask, here we are. Yeah, so with that being said, Ben, do you want to you want to kick us off with a little little anecdote from your from your life? For sure. So uh, I just want your take on in in a, a coffee order experience I had that was unlike any other. So um, I was in San Francisco visiting friend of the show Cam, and we were just walking to like down his street to find coffee semi aimlessly, and we walk past this like essentially just a kiosk window essentially it's just a bar top and then like some of the size of like my kitchen behind it and, and it's like, like a kiosk just like in the like on the sidewalk or just on the side of the street yeah. it's like it's like in a building sure okay. like a like a lemonade like a, stand on steroids like a walk-up yeah like a walk-up okay, okay, okay. like a walk-up to go window essentially okay and there's no one in the shop so we're, we're just walking by. I'm not even considering going to this place. They have a like chalkboard menu up top. It's just the bare minimum for an establishment. And uh, this guy who's sitting in one of the tables outside of the little kiosk on the sidewalk is like, you want some coffee? <laughs> like, oh, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I swear I work here. And uh, you can tell he's just like this goofy dude just trying to have banter at nine in the morning and um so whatever we kind of go back and forth i was like yeah i love a coffee and he was like oh what do you drink i was like i was just gonna ask for an iced americano and he was like iced americano look at this guy i was like what and his friend next to him goes, I bet this guy only uses Apple Pay. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know what that means. It, it sounded like a pejorative, but I don't know how. This guy's technologically literate. <laughs> and um, so he gets up to go get the coffee. Um, he's like, so Americano, huh? I could do Americano or I could do a cold brew. I, do, I have a mean cold brew. I was like, yeah, I just like, I prefer an Americano, uh, like a quad shot. And then they both start laughing like hyenas. And then I get a, just a double, two, two double shots. Like it was the most outrageous thing in the world. So that was something. And then whatever, he gets behind the bar and basically he's like, I'm just, I'm going to make you a cold brew. <laughs> I was like, okay, man, <laughs> whatever. That's fine. And so he puts one giant brick of an ice cube in a cup and pours what looks like cold brew concentrate that you buy at Trader Joe's and like 
puts it out of sight, I assume to put like water in it. So it's like a makeshift cold brew too. Um, and he's like, oh, I would show you the place, but it's right here. Look, like, look left and right. <laughs> and um, I was like, I just got to get the fuck out of here. So it was uh, whatever I paid with a debit card. And he was actually grateful that he's a debit card instead of a credit card because it's less of a fee. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was just like a lot. It, it like felt like a lot of work to just get a coffee. I don't know why chalkboard McGee's giving people such a hard time about things, man. Like, like I, I'm not in the wrong here. No. I just like, do you think it's fair to? No, I'm gonna no. What no? I know no. Doesn't matter what you're about to say. Is it fair related to your situation? No, it's not. I've just never really been in a situation where like I have to have high level banter to get a coffee because he seemed like the kind of guy. Like, honestly, like my adrenaline was weirdly pumping. Like, I felt like if I didn't play along with the banter, he was going to, like, refuse me coffee. Just, like, immediate fight or flight on interacting with this guy. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It was like, I don't know. It was like a game almost. So that's like getting in an Uber and the guy's like, all right, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Spinato's. (laughs) Spinato's. This guy's going to Spinato's. Yeah. Okay. We're going to Pat's Pizza Plus. (laughs) Like, oh no! I I just I I got plans to go to Spinato's tonight. I you know they got like the square pizza thing going on over there. It's pretty good. Like yeah, okay. I, I'm gonna take you to Pat's Pizza. Yeah, it's, no, it's they got the same some awesome patties over there. I swear you're gonna like it. They don't have like the bald sausages. They have like little patties. You're gonna love it. You're a sausage patty guy now. And then he like takes you to a, a like an eight year old's birthday party that has like Pat's Pizza carry out. <laughs> yeah. Like it's already been made and like it's just sitting around. <laughs> just I'd be so disrespected if that like I don't know if I I mean I I would have because I'm a coward and I I would have stuck with the situation. But yeah. a part of me wants to think that I would have been like, dude, no, I'm I'm out. I'm going yes, to Starbucks and using can't. my Apple Pay, like. <laughs> I'm going to get, you can't make me an oat milk shake and espresso right now. Get out. And like the worst part is, okay, well, two bad parts to it. The coffee was $6 for one cold brew. And I tipped $3. Why did you do that? I, 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 I can't explain it. You just rewarded bad behavior. I know. The dog I just know. peed on the couch and you gave it a treat. <laughs> Dude, I feel like he, like, hypnotized me or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like he took control over my brain for, like, 10 minutes. Maybe he's, like, a billionaire and he has, this is just what he's doing with his spare time and he knows how to, like, micro-influence your brain. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. He knows mind control. Yeah. Okay, that's that's all I had. So next time you're, um... You're just waiting a little longer for your coffee. Just, Just remember it can always be worse. It can always be worse. Yeah. I, I will. I I totally forgot about this until you mentioned the word coffee. Uh, I, I want to take a moment to brag. One in sense to contrast to your experience, and two because <laughs> I I think I've hit a milestone in my life in which I'm I'm finally somebody. Oh, walked into the local coffee shop this morning. Let's go. As I do probably once a week, maybe sometimes twice. I I I spend a lot of money at this coffee shop, but I like small <laughs> businesses, and they make great they make a great americano. Let me tell right. you, best in Arizona. They, they, they don't give me grief about it. We won't dox uh, him. Dox you. 
No, we will. It's low. No, that, no, that's just supporting a small business. <laughs> it's Lola. Dan lives by Lola. I live by Lola. Go kill him. From Lola. Go find me. Yeah. Um, I walked in today, started walking up to the counter, and lady's like, Hi, Samara. Let's and go. I was like, he's like, you know, you know it. It's like, and then uh, I don't know. I just had a big stupid grin on my face because after probably my 800th visit to that coffee shop, they finally said my order before That's I knew it. Dude, dude it's like I, that. It's like that expression, you know, God doesn't close the door without opening a window. It's like that, except for Americano uh, consumers. <laughs> like exactly. I left. The Ice Americana order, and now you have come in as their new regular. Yeah. So after about a year and a half of ordering my coffee there, they know my order, and I'm moving neighborhoods in a week and a half. So, <laughs> well, mission accomplished. You know, I'm yeah. a real buzzer beater. Honestly, I I have closure now. I can yeah. leave the neighborhood in peace. <laughs> I will still return every now and then for whenever I want really good coffee. But you know, I can be like, oh, these are the old stomping grounds. <laughs> they know okay. me here. Oh, right. a lot of memories. I'm just saying things. At the a lot of memories <laughs> from here, uh, brother. All right. Speaking of beverages, uh, as you all know, uh, Bud Light went went woke, and now they're going broke. No. Um the the newest item on the conservative agenda is to remove Bud Light from uh, the American diaspora, and they have <laughs> succeeded. Uh, it is official that Bud Light is now the number two selling beer in America. So, uh, you know, the America first people that are protecting our children and protecting society from uh, this evil American beer have now made Modelo the number one selling beer in the United States of Modelo America. Modelo with the fellows, baby. So I like it to is think f- we, we played a part in this. I really I, I fully agree. Um, I've I mean, just Modelo. last week, we endorsed Mexican beers as one of the su- quintessential summer beverages. That's just no coincidence. The standing desk, uh, the, the oracles over at the standing desk uh, prevail <laughs> once again. <laughs> Uh, so the America First crowd, congratulations! You have made a Mexican-owned and operated beverage company the number one seller of alcohol in the United States. So I feel like on some episode I said they were owned by, also owned by Anheuser Busch, which I swear I saw on Twitter. Apparently that's not the case. So yeah, I saw some fake news on Twitter. Just would like to apologize for that. I should. Yeah, they do have an American arm, but I do not believe that they also own Anheuser Busch. I gotta, I gotta find that and bring justice we, to me. We are not a fake news media outlet, so no. I definitely wanted to call that out for you guys. I mean, but honestly, it, surpri- it surprises me. What would you think is the number one beer if you'd seen no data besides Bud Light? I would have said Coors. Yeah, or Miller, or like Stone, even Michelob. Michelob has a following, but that may be more of a like Southwest thing. Yeah, I think that's more of a Southwest thing. I, okay. Honestly, I'm so happy for Modelo. Well earned. Uh, just a, you know, Modelo again. Modelo with the fellows. There's nothing better. That's right. Shout out to them. I, there is. I do have some data here. Modelo Especial uh, does have an eight and a half percent share of the beer market in the United States. Bud Light has fallen from historic highs of over ten percent uh, down to just seven and a half. Coors and Miller Light sitting at six point two and five point two respectively as well. Okay, okay, justice for me. After, okay, I will have eliminated this break I took to do some research. Grupo Modelo, which owns Modelo, is owned by Anheuser-Busch. So, you know what? Uh, We're not fake news. We're not fake news. Never said we were. Fake news to anyone who says that I said we were. Okay, we are learning that um, one company may or may not have 
a monopoly over the entire beer industry. <laughs> so Anheuser-Busch InBev, InBev bought Anheuser-Busch, right? Yes, Anheuser-Busch InBev. It's like they own Budweiser, Bud Light, Bush, Bush Light Corona, um, which includes like Modelo, Australia, Pacifico, Natty Light, Stella, Shock Top. And then that's just all the Amer. That's all the or those are global brands. Then you got Bex, you got Saint Paul Girly, <laughs> or no Saint Paulie Girl. Gotta have that, of course. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Okay. Anyway, moving right along to um, the opposite of drinking, which is getting fit, bro. But there will be some potential party vibes at uh, this new gym. I am. That I just signed up for. So I've been going to the YMCA for about a year now. It has gotten people. Yeah. It's it's great. It gets the job done. It's cheap. But um as we talked about on the show, there are a lot of high schoolers in there. And it is also a windowless dungeon that is somewhat soul sucking. So um that's all I want out of a gym. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing helps me just max out on incline than just a deep sense of dread, you know? So there's this new place. It's, I think, owned by Gold's Gym. It's called John Reed. It's something like the parent company is the same. I don't know why this episode is filled with so many, so much conglomerate discussion. John Reed Fitness? Yes. Okay. The cover page of their, or their website says, finally, a gym that doesn't suck. That's right. No, yeah, that's right. So that's like, that's their vibe. Um, this one, J- John Reed Santa Monica, it says, John Reed Santa Monica is a massive gym with nightclub vibes, live DJs, and a whole lot of attitude. Blah, blah, blah. Never boring and far from basic. <laughs> John Reed Santa Monica is a gym you actually want to work out and hang out at. So... This is the first gym in America that allows you to do MDMA before you lift. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, lines of, of substances are definitely supplied in the bathroom. Like, you know, Equinox has Kiehl's lotion. John Reed just has really high-grade cocaine. It's it's just like whatever you're feeling. It's <laughs> really impressive. So it's, it's like cheap if you – cheaper. It's 100 bucks if you um, sign – like pre-sign up. So sign up before they open. No initiation fee no cancellation fee and then they're going to jack up the prices when it opens so i'm just going to go and check it out but um how would how do you feel about a whole like dj sort of setup like one oak but with dumbbells so i'm looking at a picture right now of the gym floor and there is literally a dj booth in the middle of it i'm learning uh-huh. more and more about this club and what they do i'm simultaneously intrigued and terrified yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very. <laughs> I, I think out of all the emotions I'm feeling, though, I am most excited for the content possibilities that are going to come from this because <laughs> Lord knows what kind of people are going to be. No, that is exactly on right. Fitness. That's like a good third of the reason I'm doing this is for the content, purely for the content. Oh my goodness! I it, like working out in a nightclub sounds like hell, truly, but um. I figure, you know, might as well try it out see what's good. I've never, I, kids, I've ever done that. I, I think what you need to do before you go, I think you need to start investing in pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, you, you might need to like, so for, for those of you on the, on the podcast that are into working out and for those of you that aren't, 
I've recently started taking pre-workout to get more amped before my workouts because I'm tired before that because I just did a whole day of working and I start my days at 6 or 6.30 usually. That's early for me, by the way. Um, Dan's a victim. (laughs) Dan's life is... (laughs) Bro, we have... Life is so hard. (laughs) We have, like, people working in factories listening, like... Yeah, my, my ancestors have worked in the coal mines. This is I have to roll out of bed and sit on my computer and talk about accounting software. My carpal tunnel's really kicking in, okay? <laughs> anyway. I'm just kidding. Start, start taking pre-workout. You do wake up early. You do wake up early. Uh, and in pre-workout, there's a substance called beta alanine. For those yeah. of you that aren't unaware of beta alanine, it makes your skin itch. It gets you amped to party <laughs> and to work out. I think you need to find pre-workout that has about 300 milligrams of caffeine, another 200 milligrams of beta alanine, and you need to show up to this place absolutely <laughs> amped. I feel like only then will you truly get the full experiences this place has to offer. Yeah, I can't be groggy. Wearing... No, I can't, you can't be... be groggy. You need to be wearing face paint, a very <laughs> tiny tank top, and leggings. And then only then can you get the full experience out of this place. Yeah, the leggings at the gym are so essential. <laughs> So they actually have a live radio of That's what right. I think is the music there. That's right. Do you want to you want to give it a play? See what see what it has in store for me. It's kind of banging, I'm not going to lie. Stop at the bass. Okay, well this is an awful JR Classics. Oh, there you go. Hey, are are you are you done with this bench? What? <laughs> How, how many more sets do you have? You want to jump in? How many? Can you, can you spot me? No, 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 no. Spot You're done. Me. You're done with this. You need, you want me to clean it off? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going for four. Can you can you lift off? No, 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 not shuffle. No, no, stop shuffling. Stop shuffling. I need, stop dugging. Stop dugging. Please spot yeah. me. Get more than my chest. Please. Imagine you're trying to like bench and someone's doing like the rave gloves like <laughs> over your face. <laughs> oh my god. Holy smokes. Anyway, more to come on that. I'm excited. Welcome back to Icebreaker, everyone's favorite segment of the show, where Ben and I bring on a new individual every single week and ask them questions about life, music, politics, and the world. Uh, we have a more traditional icebreaker today where we're going to have a very short conversation uh, from an individual, but it's going to be a little bit different or even further than that. Wow. Uh, for those of you that are unaware, it was recently Ben's birthday. Wow. Um, so as, as part of Ben's birthday, there is, there's a few, there's someone very in particular that wanted to wish him a happy birthday, uh, but also wanted to participate on the podcast um so they 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 pre-recorded their segment uh and sent it in i sent them a question beforehand to to answer live on the podcast oh god um this is someone ben's going to be very excited to see uh ben's historically you know a a big fan so uh without further ado here is our special guest uh for this week's episode of the podcast Hey Ben, I hope you're doing well in San Freedom, and I just wanted to say happy birthday, wish you the best, I hope you're going to have the best and best birthday ever, and uh, I heard that you and Ben are wondering, who are my starting five with the coolest name? <laughs> I put myself at the four. 
at the five, I'm I'm putting Steven Adams because he got this like middle weird middle name for Nike, whatever. I'm putting Meta World Peace at the three, obviously. I'm putting Ross at the one because I, I I like him a lot. He's a he's a good teammate. And my two shooting guard, I think I gotta go with Kobe being Bryant. You know, uh, again, man, I hope you have a good one, man. Thank you for the support. Dude, so that was Ennis Freedom, um, <laughs> also known as Ennis Cantor, former NBA player and Turkish actor hiding from the Turkish government. Um, he is down so bad. Uh, he has been reduced to doing cameos for me. <laughs> this is literally the best gift anyone has ever gotten me. God, that was so good. I, You cannot believe the look on my face when I was going through cameo and I saw Ennis Freedom and I was like, that's the one. Tell me it costs less than twenty dollars. It was it was cheap. It was cheap. Okay. It was okay. between him and Sviatoslav Mikhailuk. Um those were my two options. And Ennis hands down one. You right, bro. We're we're the China Hawks, just like yeah. Enos. Um <laughs> So what do you think of his starting five of uh, best names in the NBA? I think I missed the – what was his one? Yeah, I think that's the best part. I don't even think he put one. Yeah, I don't – he put, he, he put himself at the four. Okay. Oh, no, he put Russ at the one. He put Russ at the one. So Russell starting Westbrook? Five, yeah, Russell Westbrook he, because he's a good guy and good teammate, which completely goes against the prompt. So. Yeah, Bro, he knows that I know him. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Ben did run into to Russ. So he probably to Enos at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you're not going to believe this. I saw Ben from the Standing Desk podcast. Um, but so the starting five was Russ, Kobe Bryant, uh, Meta World Peace himself, and uh, Stephen Adams. Because apparently Stephen Adams has a... Yeah, we got to look up his middle <laughs> Dude, I'm dying. That is... Oh. His, his middle name is Funaki. Okay, that is pretty sick. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, so Stephen Funaki Adams and Kobe Bean Bryant, only for their middle names. Uh, yeah, so that's a starting five. He missed out on some great names like uh, World Be Free. Of course. Tree um, Rollins. Tree Rollins. Uh, Nervous Purvis. <laughs> Even Pistol Pete Bull, Bull, bro. Yeah, Bull, Bull. That's tough. Yeah, he missed out on a few good ones, but, you know, we'll we'll, we'll take what he gave us. No, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. That was a wonderful gift. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Enos. Appreciate you guys. Welcome to Cooler Talk, uh, where Dan and I try a drink and give it a live review. We haven't done the same drink in a while, so we should probably do that soon. Um, but today we're bringing two very fun and flirty beverages to you. Dan, you go first. All right. So today I was walking by the old grocer and they have a whole section full of things you should try. One of those things I should try is Muse. Sorry, my Muse. Oh, uh, it's a new it's an inspired soda as opposed to a disgruntled soda. Which <laughs> I normally drink. Uh, these include adaptogens and antioxidants. What's an adaptogen? You will ask me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I do know that the Muse-inspired soda includes good vibes. 
It's natural. Oh, it has adaptogens like ashwagandha and Panax ginseng. Oh, right. That's, that's, yeah. I actually do know what ashwagandha is. It's like a natural root that's supposed to like calm you down. and Ashwagandha? Ashwagandha. It turns you into the Black Panther? Exactly. I do randomly spurt claws out of my fingers every now and then. And also has a lot of antioxidants and vitamins like A, B, C, and E. Screw you, vitamin D. Um... Wait, here's a question. Sorry, pause. Uh, Black Panther, he doesn't have any superpowers, right? Oh, uh, he just got to have like unnatural strength or something, right? I think he just has a suit. Interesting. So is he a superhero? Mm, No. There it is. Unfortunately, no. Okay. All right. Sorry. And and that's right. Um, Anyway. <clears throat> this is a strawberry guava flavored drink with other natural flavors. It's only 25 calories for one tiny little can for not one tiny little can for a 12 ounce fluid can 12 fluid ounce can 25 calories, uh, five grams of added sugar, which made me think, okay, this is actually going to taste pretty good. So I'm very excited to try this. Um, no expectations going in strawberry guava sounds good. So, Ooh, it smells very fruity, more guava y than strawberry ish mm-hmm. though, I would say. Okay. Unexpected because they did list strawberry first on the ingredients list. So maybe just because guava strawberry doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but that is true. It smells pretty sweet. It smells a little acidic. It's got caffeine in it. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. I hope not. I was an idiot and I was like feeling like really drowsy at like 2.45 and I today was my rest day for working out but i still took a little bit of pre-workout just to hype myself back up you're hooked dude Dude, it was a mistake you gotta pre i don't don't want to drink coffee i didn't have any coffee on me yeah anyway my muse soda let's give it a sip did you pre-workout i actually have 300 milligrams of caffeine uh 200 jesus (laughs) okay this is a lot smoother than i thought it was going to be it is carbonated but it's not like an aggressive carbonation okay this is pretty good. Okay. This is this is pretty good. Okay. It, it it is sweeter than I was anticipating, but I think that's almost a good thing. Like I'm going into this thinking I want like a richly flavored drink. This isn't like the a Lacroix where I just want to kind of feel something. <laughs> this is I'm seeking flavor. Yeah. And it's accomplishing that. Okay. Good, full, rich flavor, enjoyable. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's too horrible for me. It's got ashwagandha to calm me down. Easy seven nine here. Huge, dude. Well done, my muse. <clears throat> yeah, maybe I'll try one next, another flavor next week. That's you can find it at your local Sprouts. Yeah, uh, you can find it at your local Sprouts. There it is. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I have a flow. I think we tried one of these on the pod before. It's a vitamin infused water. This is organic elderberry flavored. Um, <clears throat> it is quote unquote, a refreshing way to support your immune system. It, you know, it has zinc, vitamin C, et cetera, et cetera. So let's do a healthy boy week. That's right. It's in a um, paper carton. Hmm, smells good. Damn, that is so good. It tastes like better cranberry juice. There is no way you can improve my cranberry juice. It's it's better. Have you had anything elderberry on the show? I feel like you have. Elderberry on the show? I don't think so. I regularly will fall into the the trap of elderberry on any alcoholic mm. uh, cocktail menu. 
Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think it just sounds so sophisticated and exotic. That's why they throw it onto a $20 cocktail. <clears throat> I mean, I'd buy elderberry, not youngerberry. That's, that's right, dude. I like that boomerberry. All right. I'm giving this an 8-1. Wow. An absolute unprecedented week of an average of eight. Yeah. That's crazy. Incredible. Welcome back to more NBA talk. Uh, after just having a good little chat there with Ennis Freedom, uh, you know, Ben and I figured NBA it's only superstar, a according to Fox yeah, NBA. News. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben and I figured it's only appropriate to keep the NBA train rolling. Uh, a little bit of a follow up from last week on the Zion Williamson drama. Uh, his ex girlfriend, Mariah Mills, uh, went on another Twitter rant. Oh no! And, oh my goodness! Oh. Well, th- this actually ended up. Re- this resulted in her getting uh, suspended on Twitter. Um, I will also mention that every single tweet I am about to reference and/or read uh, was done in the span of two hours. Wow! I am also omitting eighty percent of them and censoring them because these are explicit. <laughs> um, essentially, in one of her tweets, she said uh, she's pregnant. Oh, his child as well. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so she's told him to. It, it's past seven weeks now at Zion Williamson. Get a DNA test now, unless you lie to me again. Be a man and get a lawyer so she can get the DNA test now. She will try to drag it for nine months to get more money. So there's that. Okay. Um, do you think? Do you think this is act? Do you think she's capping or not? <laughs> I can't tell. At yeah, this I point, mean, I can't tell. Could go either way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we then went on a a few different tweets about uh, Zion's relationship with marijuana. Uh, this girl is saying that sh- this this baby mama that he has introduced him to weed, and which is why he is the way he is. Uh, okay. B got you high. That why you can't focus at Zion Williamson. Uh, you laid up with a hood rat instead of being in the gym, getting back in shape. You trapped when you need to be focusing on basketball at Zion Williamson. She, the one that got you smoking trees. I told you I don't smoke. Is that why you got the girl pregnant? Because I don't 420? <laughs> That's wild. Um she also tweeted, your team missed the playoffs because you wanted to have sex with me at Zion Williamson. <laughs> Do we think that's real? That might be right. Maybe. And she's and she's clearly up on her hoop knowledge because she said play in, playoff, same ish. Damn. Because I remember I remember everyone was like, why isn't he playing? He's good to play. I mean, this seems accurate. Yeah. Um <laughs> She posted text receipts of on April, from April 11th of Zion asking to go see her. Um, this one was this is probably the most obscene tweet, and not for any reason other. You'll you'll understand. I hope Trey takes your place as top players for the team next year at Zion Williamson. You're done, loser. You seeds cause to take care of now because you can't focus. She's referring to Trey Murphy. He is not going to be the best. Does she forget Brandon Ingram is on the Pelicans? <laughs> what a horrible take from Mariah Mills. CJ McCollum. Like, what does she what does she know about Trey Murphy that we don't? Dude, he's he's a splash. He's a dog. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. But he got second in the dunk contest. That's true. So he's uh, according to Mariah Mills, invest in Trey Murphy now. 
I wonder if now Trey Murphy's on that train. If he's caught up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, she then proceeded to post some texts she's having with Zion, which I think are in related to her last Twitter mm-hmm. rant, where he said, delete that stuff. Delete the stuff and I got you. Why? And then she said, why should I trust you? All you do is lie. I literally was good to you. You let a hood rat trap you. You're going to be a dad. So happy for you. And he said, stop. That's for my to worry about. I'm sorry it happened. But why would you add that to that fire? For real. If you do that, I got you. You're not going to do that. We better than this for real. Uh, so he's trying to get her to delete all this information off. Uh, <laughs> Yo, please chill. Just please chill. Um, she references an NDA that she signed. Oh, but then she says, I don't care about the NDA. At Zion ah, she- I was drunk before uh, we first linked from the hotel and signed a fake name in the document. F you. <laughs> Your house was filthy, dirty clothes and sodas everywhere. That girl don't clean. F you. <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then she proceeds to post screenshot. Oh, wait, sorry. I did want to say that she she also referenced, I curved this rich old white man in New Orleans because I thought we were serious. Yeah, I'm mad at Zion Williamson. He probably owned your team, loser. <laughs> um, Dude, she, she's just... Making her way through uh, the bayou. <laughs> yeah. Um, she tells him to be a man, take accountability. Uh, imagine being on the phone with African artists to get a custom painting made because you told me you loved African artists and art to going on Twitter five minutes later to see your man trending for gender reveal and kissing the person, how they kiss you. My heart was broke. Okay, that sucks. Yeah, okay. Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Some emotion, all right. Yeah, yeah she's, she's getting in her friends a little bit. Um. Uh, and then she starts talking about the money that he sent her, and I think this is getting to the root of the issue a little bit. Oh. Um. So, thanks for the gifts you gave me last week at Zion Williamson. Not sure why you wanted to make me upset again. It's all good. You have responsibilities, Matt. Now. You would be mad too if your $107,000 monthly allowance may have to be cut because of a trap baby. She then proceeds to post screenshots of three different wire transfers from Zion. One from $25,000, one for for $10,000, and another for $20,000. I think the most shocking part of this is that the wire transfer fee is only $15. How much? Then... $15. Venmo's taken like 3% of my stuff to do an instant transfer and you're telling me it's $15 <laughs> on 10 grand? <laughs> no, wait, what? Criminal. Well, where is she bank? <laughs> Maybe it's like a local credit union. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. That's the Zion update. He's really deep in it right now. Dude, imagine getting $107,000 just for... for being do a you think that's, that could be classified as prostitution? No, I, I, no. It's a gray area. It's a gray area for oh, sure. Um, I think she's securing the bag. I, I support it. You know, I think these gifts were given under the guise of monogamy, <laughs> which I think qualifies it as 
non-prostitution. Yeah. So. But didn't she know that he had a baby mama? He was at her his crib? Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know, you're asking the right questions. I don't think she did. What a bozo. I don't know how these young stars get in the league with a guy like LeBron out there who's somehow stayed clean this entire time and be like, yeah, I'm going to mess this one up big time. Honestly, that is the most impressive part about LeBron is that like his image has remained untainted. Uh, Like besides the fact that he's just super corny. like, Like the worst thing he's done is like move away from one of the shitty cities in the country. Yeah, like that's what got his controversy. He had that small thing with China for a little bit. No, there. that's true. That's true. That's, I mean, that's just business, baby. That's just, that's just, bit. he's just making a buck. Yeah, it's very impressive. Very, it's impressive. unbelievable. And then you Probably. have the entire 2019 draft class pulling out guns, <laughs> getting people pregnant, smoking weed. Dude, God forbid. Hey, I mean, KD smokes, and he's a he's a bucket, walking bucket. So I mean. yeah, I remember when the biggest controversy in the NBA was Kevin Durant having a burner Twitter account. <laughs> I know, right? They've really these youngsters have up up the stakes. <laughs> KD's like, if KD was drafted today, he'd have that burner on him. <laughs> he would have that burner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> nah, right. KD's a good guy. KD's a he's a chiller. He's just a dude with a Twitter account, man. <laughs> hey, man, so is Dame. No one talks about Dame tweeting all the time. Just saying. Hey, because Dame's got a mixtape and everyone else doesn't. Speaking of mixtapes, though, transitioning to our next topic. I had, a thought, I had a thought the other day, and I wanted to kind of run it by you. Uh, it's an NBA-related take. So when we look back in the history of the league, there's many a, many a guy that wouldn't wasn't necessarily having you – know, we don't know them as – having super successful careers we just know them because they were cool they had highlight plays first first guy that came to mind jason williams uh, he was on the nba all rookie team that was about it won a ring in 05 with the miami heat with shaq and d wade uh shout out the goat um but he has probably the a top five nba highlight reel of all time the dude uh-huh. is ridiculous it's so yeah. cool um but again his name's going to be kind of lost as more years go on. People are going to forget who White Chocolate is. I drew. I'm drawing a line now. But as the more time goes on, and you know, as the the less successful his career continues to be, or appears to stay on a pretty flat trajectory, do we think something similar is going to happen with perhaps a little bit more success with Lamelo Ball? <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a good comparison. I, think, I was watching a Lamella Ball highlight reel the other day. I was like, dude, this guy is freaky. Like, freaky good stuff. But Yeah, he's so deep in his bag, he's picking up the fries or what. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's 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 incredibly uh, skilled. He's not really an athletic freak, but he's got insane passing, insane dribbling. I mean, yeah. If he stays on the Hornets, that's for sure going to happen. I feel like anyone who stays on an irrelevant franchise is probably just just doomed, especially if you're like a little guard, you know? Unless the Pelicans trade Zion for the number two pick in Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think there's uh, any other players that you've that today that are going to go the way of Jason Williams or like a Tracy McGrady? 
who are just, you would put Jason Williams and Tracy McGrady no, 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 no. In the category? No, no, no. I, I, Tracy McGrady is clearly a league above that, but I think that's a guy that he never got like a ring. He had like about a three year insane peak, mm-hmm. and then people kind of forgot about the guy. Tracy McGrady is the one player I really wish I could have watched live because, like, every, every player who grew up watching him says he's like the, the best player they've ever seen. Like, just unbelievable. Um, I think he was Yoke, one of Jokic's favorite players growing up. I think I heard that during the finals yep. just because he was so versatile. I, I do, I will say, I don't know if that many people will forget about Jason Williams just because, like, um, <clears throat> I worked with this guy probably in his 50s, uh, and he was talking about, or I, I think I mentioned Jason Williams. He was like, You know, Jason Williams? Like, damn, all right. So I think. We're doing our part by passing it on to the next generation through this podcast. Good for us. Yeah. Uh, but no, people who I think could be irrelevant. Um, I'll just give LaMelo Ball some time, I guess, because, you know. Yeah, it's still early. But let's see. Some like people from the early 2000s or 2010s, maybe. Where do you think Dwight Howard's going to land? Like, when people think of all-time greats, like he's, he was left off the NBA 75. That is insane. He has won a ring, three-time defense, three or four-time defensive player of the year, like eight all NBA first-team selections for, for defense and like six yeah. first-time all-team all-pro. <clears throat> I feel like he's going to be like Moses Malone. I know. It is really wild how – I mean, I feel like this, this is why – players who extend their careers for longer than they should actually hurts them and hurts their legacy because the recency bias just makes you remember all their like shitty years. I need some controversy during that too. Yeah. But I like, I think AD, honestly, to your point about NBA 75, AD made the list. I think he's, I honestly think he could be pretty forgettable. You won one championship in the bubble. I mean, and everyone's just going to think about LeBron when they right. think about the Lakers. I don't even, like, he doesn't even really have that crazy of a highlight reel. Everyone talks about how he's, like, one of the best players ever, but, I mean, there's that one, like, buzzer beater against the Timberwolves to make the playoffs yeah. in that consequential game. I don't know. I think I think AD could be up there. I like that. I like the hot take. Could be true. <clears throat> Darren Williams. Ooh, Darren Williams was nice with it. But, you know, everyone thinks of Chris Paul because they were, like, the same time frame. Chris Paul lasted longer, but... Right. Yeah, it's, it's hard, especially with the dudes with, like, the super high peaks. Like, again, the longer they, they drag it out, the worse it becomes. Yeah. But for the guys with, like, the low peaks, dragging it out technically helps them. The Derek yeah. Fishers of the world. True. Seven-time seven time champion Derek Fisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys like Andre Miller, number 13 on the all-time assist uh, leaderboard. Andre yeah. Miller, that guy. Somehow, yeah. some way, played like 18 seasons and got on top 15 all time in the stat. That's incredible. What about, dude? I think people might forget about Amari. Yeah, he I mean, he has, a, he has his jersey retired. He was like the second best player on a son, a very good Suns team. Yeah, on one of the best offenses in NBA history, but yeah. never won a ship. Had yeah. like four, five All Star appearances, something like that. Do you think people will forget? Here's here's a hot take. Pau Gasol. Ooh. I guess yeah. maybe not because he has that. Because, like, even though he has, I think, just one ring with Kobe, maybe two, 
I think I feel like people think just think of Kobe's rings with Shaq. I'll never forget the Kobe ring with Pal. I mean, I won't. Yeah, I guess maybe not. Yeah, Amari's six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. Marc Gasol will be forgotten. And he, I think he's a deep boy. Isn't he a deep boy? Uh, two-time? Yeah, he will yeah. for sure be forgotten. Yeah, Pau's a, a two-time champ, four-time All-NBA, six-time All-Star. And then Marc Gasol, three-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, only one-time deep boy. Here's a hot take. Andre Iguodala will be forgotten. <laughs> Finals it's not a hot take at all. But the finals most MVP. forgettable finals MVP of all time. Yeah. Well, maybe not, actually, because he has the infamous block by James moment. Oh, I was going to say the infamous Max Kellerman, I want Iguodala. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he is He is in a Staying lot of around. funny sound bites. Yeah. All right. Justice for Lamelo. Yeah, that was my thought. Uh any takeaways from the NBA Finals? It's now over. The Denver Nuggets are your NBA champions uh, for the season. One, mm-hmm. Arguably one of the most dominant playoff runs we've ever seen, uh, with the Phoenix Suns being one of the only teams to take multiple games from the Nuggets. Just throwing That's right. that out there. You have an Armani Half of their losses, right? Uh, yeah, I think they lost four games the entire playoffs, which is... So they gave them their most losses yeah. in the series. Just throwing that out there. Yeah! And we should have won another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, before the NBA Finals started, we made our predictions. I said Nuggets and six. You said Nuggets and seven, I think. No, I said I didn't. I gave kind of a non committal answer. I said it'll be the Heat if they win in seven. If they go seven, it'll be the Nuggets if it's fewer than seven. Okay. You were right. I was right, but blame right. guess. Yeah. So you were close. Yeah, you were a game off. Close-ish, yeah. I uh, honestly did, thought it was going to go six. Uh, kind of towards the end there, or yeah. towards like the middle, I was like, eh, it could happen. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you Were you satisfied with this year's finals? They were all right. I, I expected more out of Jimmy. I think that would have <clears> – <throat> I mean, even I was honestly rooting for the Heat, but even aside from that, it would have just been more entertaining to see like the Heat's best player, Jimmy, go off against the Nuggets' best player, Jokic. Jimmy was just kind of a no-show. And I think he had an ankle injury since the next series they were talking about. Um, but that's always a bummer when you don't get like a true true um, show of talent. Like we saw in the bubble with Jimmy, right? Those like 47 and 9 and 8 games. I mean, do you think it was, it was a true showing of talent and the Nuggets just shut him down? I don't know. Maybe. He just really didn't seem like himself. He just didn't feel like he was full of energy at all. Yeah, he could just be gassed from carrying the team on his back the entire run, and it doesn't yeah, help maybe. when your guards can't score or assist. Or... It's just a little bit of a bummer when you're watching, like, Kyle Lowry lead the offensive front. Yeah, it's <laughs> not quite like, as exciting. Game. Like, that's tough. Like, yeah, he's taking the last shot. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you want to see. From... No. Uh, what about you? Any surprises? Are you satisfied? I'm happy for the Nuggets. I like seeing a new team win. I think that's yeah. always fun. And their first in franchise history is cool. Yeah, exactly. First in franchise history. First ring for DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, and Ish Smith. I think that's kind of cool <laughs> seeing a bunch of journeymen get theirs. Uh, yeah, dude, the boss wanted the ring for Ish Smith. Dude, I never thought that dude would <laughs> ever see a ring. I can't believe he did it. Um, <laughs> shout out U of A alum Aaron Gordon for getting his ring. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm so mad that Jamal Murray has a ring now. 
No, see, I, I get it. You don't like the shooting guard comparison. But, like, the fact that he came back from two torn ACLs yeah, is pretty amazing. It, it is pretty incredible. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give his roses when they're due. Uh, but I think Jokic is freaky. I yeah, love watching crazy. it. It's I, unbelievable. I lo- it's, it's like the anti-Luka because I feel like they're both just big body boys that should not look like they <laughs> – like they, they just look like they shouldn't be good at basketball, but they are. Yeah. I hate watching Luka, and I love watching Jokic. For sure. I don't know what it is. I mean, Luka just, like, dribbles a bunch and just pivots a ton and uses weird – dribble moves and Jokic is like as is actually like a masterful passer yeah it's it's incredible to watch he's a better passer than most guards in the league yeah I think there's some step like I mean he has like the highest usage percentage or like second highest usage percentage of the league and like he has like one of the best Mm -hmm. assist percentages out there as well so I mean it's it's freaky to watch and I love every second of it he's just a master of the game i mean he wasn't even like excited when he won it was pretty funny it just was like straight face another day thursday i got a horse race on saturday can i get home for that (laughs) it's wild but ben knows i'm a sucker for anyone that can pass the basketball real well that's right golly gee willikers that man can do it jason williams and nicole Jokic. so um all right very way too early predictions who's going to be in the finals next year Taking bias out of it, I think it's going to be Nuggets again because I think everyone in their five is under contract still. I'm as a, yeah, as it stands now, yeah, like all rosters. Yeah, I think they're they'll be able to keep their five. I think Bruce Brown's going to opt into his player option as well. They'll keep most of everybody. Maybe get a few new pieces on the bench. I think they're back. Um, on the Eastern Conference, man, I think the Bucks reload and make another run at it. Okay. I like it. Nuggets, bucks. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Standard S Podcast. See you next week.